0: Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. We certified the people's choice for their 46th president. Tomorrow,
1: president Luck Biden and Vice president Luck Harris will be sworn in. And that is Mitch McConnell. I guess, accepting uh, Joe Biden's uh, election results. Uh, here's hoping that the rest of the Republican Party does that uh, as well. Here we are one day out of inauguration, and uh, Washington looks like a fortress. Let's bring in Paul Violas, law enforcement and security analyst uh, for CBS News and author of Safeguarding America and is with us now. Paul, thank you for the time. I hope you're doing well.
0: Thank you, Scott. You as well.
1: Uh, obviously, we see shots of Washington now. It, it looks like a, a, a fortress. Uh, my guess is probably the safest place on the planet tomorrow. But what happens about the days and such after the inauguration? Uh, if some people are in town, are you concerned they might stay?
0: You know what, Scott? That's probably the most poignant question of all. And, and, and the fact is that uh, the FBI is by far uh, the most meticulous uh, of all law enforcement agencies in the United States, I mean, uh, with respect to garnering information, vetting information, validating information. So when they come out, as they have, and been as forthright as they have relative to their concern about violent protests and attacks from the Capitol, rest assured that that that's a legitimate threat. So the the means that were taken uh, and the collaborative effort with state and local and, and federal uh, law enforcement as well as military were needed uh, for the capital. The biggest question, though, is what happens after it. And, and, and the biggest thing that we really need to be concerned about in the United States is the fact that this isn't going away. This is not the end story. January 6th wasn't, wasn't a one-off. We are clearly in the genesis of this, and this is going to have to play out. We really don't know what it's going to look like, and unfortunately, that's a fact.
1: What about other capitals? Obviously, there's been demonstrations planned for other capital cities. Uh, thoughts there?
0: You know, the, the same thing. I mean, you've got what we've had, and we've been looking at this now from the intelligence community for so like the last three years solid. Uh, it's, it's accelerated considerably since the early part of 2019. But in the United States, we have just over 6,000 identified hate groups. Uh, and I'm not talking about a couple of guys that want to write nasty things on a poster. I mean, these are legitimate, well-organized groups. There's over 6,000. And, and, and they've, it's, as I said, accelerated considerably since 2019. And the information, the intelligence that law enforcement has gathered is clearly showing that uh, all state capitals are targeted, major cities are targeted, and, and these groups, um, believe it or not, are extremely well-organized and, and well-trained, and, and they've established communication circles that are challenging law enforcement at this point. So um, every state capital is on alert. Major cities are on alert. Uh, once we're finished with the inauguration, rest assured that law enforcement in the United States is going to stay in a highly vigilant state for an extended period of time until uh, such time comes that these threats can be mitigated or at least reduced.
1: The fact that Donald Trump will not be attending the inauguration, does that make things more secure or less secure? Um,
0: no. Uh, I, b- go ahead. B- believe it or not, Scott, he's, he's not as much of a <laughs> an influence as the media wants him to be. He really isn't. Um, I, I know he, he puts himself out there and I know that he's, he's said a lot, of th- a lot of things that have drawn attention to himself in a negative way. But at the end of the day, this transcends that. It, it, it far exceeds him. This is an established group of people that are just completely dissatisfied and, and borderline in, on the hatred side towards the administration that's coming in, towards the direction the United States is taking on multiple fronts and they feel they can do it better. That in of itself... Is the real concern? It's not Donald Trump. It's not where he's going to be. It's not what he says. It, we're, we're far past that.
1: Uh, Donald Trump, uh, as we've mentioned, not going to inauguration and will have his own exit, wanting his own ceremony or some sort of send off. What about security there?
0: That will be significant. Yeah, there, there's there's no question about that. But remember too, uh, when you start when you and look at what's going on in the United States, and the parallel would be. Now, you have the RCMP in Canada and the RCMP will work with provinces and they, and they collaborate constantly It's the same thing here so now as the pres- as President Trump leaves office and and president-elect Biden gets sworn in tomorrow, uh, there will be a changing of the guard. It's not going to be the traditional changing of the guard. you know I mean the United States prides itself on having a constitution for a peaceful turnover of the guard. I don't know that it's going to be peaceful uh, I don't know that it's going going to be amenable um, but it's going to happen, and there will be a significant amount of security there. But the focus, the focus will be on different groups. Uh, it won't be on the right side. It'll be on the left side. So they'll be looking more at Antifa and BLM uh, as, they would, uh, as they are now looking on the right side for the inauguration.
1: Yeah, it seems um, when some are talking about extremes, they make it political and say left and right. And this is really about extremes on both sides, isn't it?
0: Yes, sir. You're absolutely right, Scott. And, and, you know, I just wish more people had that wisdom that you show because um, this isn't about right side and left side of the aisle. We have passed that. You know, if it was that simple, I would say, you know, with confidence, uh, I'm sure we could fix this. I'm not sure we can fix this. And I'm a glass half full guy, but mm-hmm. I've been serving, the you know, the country for 40 years. I've never seen anything like this in my life. So, no, this isn't right and left side. This is hate versus hate. And hate begets violence, and it's surrounded by ignorance. And unfortunately, uh, we have more than our share right now in this discussion.
1: Yeah, and I think the, the, the president uh, uh, draws the attention of, of both sides of the spectrum when it comes to uh, extremists. What is your biggest concern as you head into the inauguration tomorrow?
0: Elected officials, uh, their bombastic and loquacious demeanor is the thing that is the lightning rod for violence in this country. Um, it's not just one person. If it was one person, it would be simple, Scott. It is not one person. My concern is the rhetoric that comes out of the mouths of our elected officials. Unfortunately, the preponderance of our elected officials are more concerned with keeping their job than doing their job. And in light of that, they are drawing a lightning rod to violence. And that is my biggest concern. They don't know how to shut their mouths and do their job. And from someone who has protected this country for 40 years, that is is the thing that draws disdain from me. I don't care if you're a Republican, a Democrat, an Independent. I don't care who you are. We're American, and we need to really be focused on that, and we're not. And it's the rhetoric that comes out of their mouths that's going to beget violence. That's my biggest concern.
1: Paul, you have, to, you have to ask yourself if they are concerned about their own security as being a leader, because we've certainly seen from what happened on Capitol Hill, I mean, people were threatening to hang Mike Pence. So uh, how can they not be concerned for their own safety?
0: I, I believe that they are. But I also believe, Scott, that some of them are just are consumed and enfolded with such a magnanimous ego that the thought of them actually being hurt, You know, really escapes that ego, and and that is the ugly truth behind that. But there are legitimate concerns; they should have legitimate concerns and legitimate fears because what we see right now, uh, as I said, this is the genesis. This is not the conclusion.
1: Uh, Obviously, with the COVID 19 pandemic, it would have been a completely different inauguration anyway. Does this help? The fact that you know everybody will be staying away for the most part.
0: Well, you know, I mean, it, it's still going to be well-attended, though, Scott. I mean, you, yeah. I mean, you're talking about, you know, the inauguration of a president, sitting president of the United States. I mean, it, it's going to be well-attended. There will be foreign dignitaries. There will be all yeah. the pomp and circumstance that, that comes with this particular type of special event. So even though it will have the volume of attendees, it will still be well-attended. There's, there's no question about that.
1: What do you think we're going to be talking about the day after inauguration?
0: I think we're going to be looking at what what different groups have done and attempted to do in other states. I think there's going to be a limited amount of of aggression in the state capital. There'll be some, but I think it's really going to be diverted to to other states. And unfortunately, uh as we are exceptionally good uh, at wake up calls in this country. I mean, we're we're world class at wake up calls, but the only thing we're better at is sticking our heads in the sand. And I think we'll stick our heads in the sand and it won't be too long after that, that you and I are going to be having a similar chat talking about why we didn't pay attention to the warning signs after the inauguration.
1: Uh, You talked about the problem not going away after the election, and we've only got less than a minute left. Um, That being said, once the president is off the podium, uh, do you think he still will have that command of those people?
0: Yes, unequivocally. I mean, there's over 75, closer to 100 million people that follow uh president trump and they're not going away so this issue is not going away and when you look at the various things such as defunding the police and and what they're going to do with covid and all the other things that it's the perfect storm scott uh let's say you know what to be continued
1: yeah, really. Perfect storm. Uh, Pi- uh, Paul Biolas has been with his law enforcement and security analyst for CBS News Radio and author of Safeguarding America. Paul, Thanks for the, the time Scott and insight. Thompson Much appreciated. Be well, good luck. from to 3 on 900 CHML.